0: Welcome to the Living Stones podcast. These are a recording of our Sunday morning meetings. We pray that these will be a blessing to you. So please enjoy listening. If you want to know more, please contact us at office at livingstoneschurch.co.uk. Well, okay, everybody. Um, it's great.
1: Another Sunday, another opportunity to a church together as the post church separated. Uh, We're always church but uh, when we together, it's especially joyful. So we've got a a joyous occasion to remember and to start and that is because uh, one of our number has had a very special birthday. In fact I think it's actually today. So yeah I can see Sue has got her thumbs up Today suit reaches the great old age of 70 years so <laughs> so shall we have a tuneful happy birthday or a raucous happy birthday thumbs up or thumbs down. <laughs>
2: Happy birthday, Happy birthday birthday, to, you. You. Happy birthday <laughs> to you.
0: Happy birthday, you. birthday, birthday you. to you.
3: Happy birthday <laughs> Thank Thank to you, you. soon.
1: Now you all know why we have to mute when we have our (laughs) work songs, which is such a shame because we love singing together and uh, hearing one another's voices. But on Zoom, that's not possible. So um, this Sunday is our third Advent Sunday. And so that means uh, we'd like us all to uh, light our Advent candle together. Now today, uh, the third Sunday of Advent, is uh, to remember joy, and Christmas time, whatever the world is ha- is happening in the world, Christmas time is a time of joy, and I wonder, you know, in 4 BC, which we think was about the date that uh, Jesus was actually born, do you think the world was happier then, or worse, more miserable, more pain, more sorrow? it probably hasn't changed. If we put our news on, it's disaster and destruction uh, and difficulty and big problems wherever uh, the camera takes you. So um, it hasn't really changed, I don't think. That's always been the case. But there's always joy, isn't there? Not just at Christmas, but joy in our good news of our saviour. And in the... Um, Bible story of Christmas, we've got um, four mentions with four different people or groups of people where joy is celebrated. So when Mary was told about um, uh, having baby Jesus, she sang a song. Later on, we read about it. And it's, she said, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. So as we light our candle uh, in a moment together, let's uh, have that rejoicing. Elizabeth said to Mary when she visited her, uh, as soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. The angels spoke to the shepherds, and they said, we bring you good news of exceeding great joy. And did, did you, do you remember the wise men, when they were directed to Bethlehem, they saw the star, and it says, when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. So we have so much to be thankful for, not just at Christmas, but all the time, because our Savior has been born. And uh, we're going to celebrate that joy together this morning, and we're going to do that by lighting our candle all together. And as we do it, let's, in our own hearts, give thanks uh, to the Lord for coming and for the joy that we can always, always have, whatever is happening in the world. Are we ready? Okay, everyone with their match and their candle ready? Off we go. Lord, we thank you. And we ask you, dear Father, if we're not feeling that joy, if we're not experiencing that joy right now, that your Holy Spirit will come and give us the joy that you brought uh, when you came into the world, the good, good news. Thank you, Lord. Joy to the world. The Lord has come.
4: Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Okay, so while our candles are burning, we're going to uh, have, hopefully, um, some worship time. Hello,
2: good morning. Good morning.
1: Um, we
2: were, uh, it's um, Christmas carol season. Um, So we're going to use the icing to worship because they've um, with the update, they've uh, there's lots of um, carols on there Um, and we're going to try a couple of them um, and. I'd actually quite like some feedback on um which versions you prefer so that next week when we do our special nativity extravaganza with carols uh we can you can you can have a choice you can either have me singing or we could have a mixture perhaps me singing we'd have the organ version of the carols so it's more traditional or we could have the more modern version on icing so uh Uh, see what you think today but also remember that we're worshipping God and we are remembering Jesus's birth and we are remembering joy that came into the world. Um, I hadn't prepared any um, (coughs) sorry any bible verse or anything specific Um, so it's kind of down to you Um, you know any bible verses that come to mind particularly to do with Christmas uh, to do with Jesus coming to earth um, or or any words, anything that that you want to share and pray um, after we've sung our uh, first hymn, then feel free. (coughs) We're gonna sing um, Once in Royal David City, and this is the traditional uh, with an organ, and there is no singer, so you you have to sing along to this, um, along with the organ. what amazing words uh, and the verse that particularly stood out for me was the one where um he says that he shared in our tears and our uh, and our sadness uh he was here and he shared with all of that and he shares with our joy and our gladness as well thank you father that you have come to experience all the things that we experience on earth you felt it uh, you went through it yourself thank you father amen
1: Thank you, Lord Jesus, in the hands and in the joy to the world. Amen. Amen. And thank you, Lord, that uh, we shall see you, as that song reminded us, not in a stable, uh, but actually in heaven, glorified and crowned. We shall see you. Thank you, Lord. We look forward to that wonderful day where there's going to be exceeding great joy such as we have never ever known before lord thank you for that promise that we look forward to amen amen
4: thank you lord that this this season is is joy even with christmas these days with mass consumerism there's still there's that joy there we we sweep aside that that materialistic side of christmas and what's left is joy and you and lord we just thank you for this time and may we may we project your joy onto our neighbours lord who are fearful in these times lord may we be joyful and
0: project uh
4: your joy uh into our neighbourhoods in jesus name amen.
0: amen amen amen
4: thank you father it's it's often so tempting to Place our joy in the things we have, perhaps the new things we buy for ourselves, um, our relationships and our friendships, the uh, the jobs that we may have, and yet sometimes you you shake us and you take these things away. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lord, we realize that the joy that this world offers. Mm-hmm is empty mm. but the joy that you give us mm. is everlasting Amen. and it is full you said lord that you, you have come that we might have joy and have joy in all its fullness mm. and we thank you father that you have given us that joy we don't always consciously feel it but we know the bottom line is mm. Our joy is in you, and the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Thank you, Amen. Thank
1: you, Lord, for the joys of parenthood. Um, I, I always remember looking down at my little boys uh, when they were babies, and their little eyes looking up at you as a parent. Um, that is a miraculous moment. And, um, Father, we pray for all our children, those even those that don't believe, for those of us who have children that don't believe yet. Uh, we lift them all up to you, Lord, and uh, we thank you that as a father you look down and on all of us, all your children, and you want us all to know and believe and love love you. Uh so we pray for them now and in the name of Jesus, Amen.
2: Amen. We're gonna sing a non-Christmassy one now. Uh but um just have in mind that joy everlasting, that uh that that, that one thing that um transcends all um and and that is god's love for us and his uh his his most incredible sacrificial love in that he sent his son um for us let's uh sing um one thing remains um and then we're going to sing uh, angels from the realms of glory so i will i think i will play those two one after the other Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you uh, for your love that never fails. Thank you for um, your son that you sent to earth um, and that we can come and worship him. Thank you, Father, that that he is here amongst us now um, and uh, speaking to us, teaching us, um, supporting us, helping us. Thank you, Father. Thank you for for all of the love that you give us. Amen. 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 I really enjoyed. Um, I had, you know, I don't know about you, but when you're uh, um, when you've got the screen in front of you, uh, you, I've got like six little boxes, and it chooses the people that I get to see. I don't know if yours is the same. And I have, we had Louise and Jonathan, um, and Louise was signing the all the words. I really enjoyed watching you, Louise. Thank you for that. <laughs> and I hand back to you, Mum.
1: Uh, Should we all read a prayer together? Uh, Martha's going to put it on the screen. And uh, here we are. Heavenly Father, fill our hearts with the fresh wonder of what that first Christmas means for us today. Thank you that today or in the future, any need we have Can be encompassed
5: by you, Jesus. Let joy flood into our souls as we 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 lean on you to be our wonderful counselor, our mighty God, God, our everlasting
1: Father, and and our Prince of Peace. Help us to look with expectation to what you will do in our lives and fill us with your joy. In Jesus'
3: name we pray. Amen.
1: Okay, so uh, today we're going to remember not just Jesus' birth, we're going to remember (coughs) Jesus' death because um, we're going to share uh, the communion together with the um, bread and the wine. So uh, children, before you go to your groups, we're going to have your communion time. So if you're there and you have your uh, bread and juice, then uh, you'll be ready to take that with your your parents. Okay, you ready, Jesson? I can see and uh, Olivia. I can see May there. You ready, guys? Any other children that I can see? Not on my screen. Never mind. So um, let's uh, remember, children, before we eat the bread and before we drink the juice that we are doing this to remember what Jesus did when he died for us. So the bread reminds us of how his body died and the drink, the juice reminds us of how all his blood was shed. And uh, this happened as we know when uh, Jesus was killed uh, on the cross. But we also know that he came back to life again. So as we remember his death, it was for us and it was in order that all the wrong things in our lives can be forgiven, and uh, that's so important, so important to know you're forgiven, you're accepted because there's nothing in you that rejects is rejected by God. Everything that you are is accepted because our sins have been forgiven. It's the most wonderful news. The most wonderful way to live, and it's the most wonderful way to be forgiven by God. So shall we take the bread together and then drink our juice? So Jesus told us to do this. He told his disciples just before he died, whenever you eat this bread, whenever you drink this wine, remember me. And just Lord as we, we never forget our children. Uh, When they grow up, we don't forget them. (laughs) So Lord, we thank you for our children, Lord. Uh, We won't forget them. You don't forget them. And we won't forget you. We remember you just the same. We never forget you. You're always there. Always, uh, not necessarily right in the forefront, but you're always there whatever we're doing. You're there because you're the ever-present Emmanuel, God with us. Thank you, Lord. We pray now that you'll bless our children and young people in their different activities now. We thank you, Lord, for Kaz and Justin who spend time with them and share with them and encourage them in their faith. Thank you for them, Lord, and we pray you'll be a real present blessing right now in their activities. In Jesus' name.
4: Amen. Amen. Okay, so I'm going to give you a few notices. And first of all, I'm going to hand over to Tony and Liz, who are going to update us on the situation with the winter night shelter. So um, uh, they are going to be off uh, shortly. They're going to have to leave us a little bit later uh, to get a meal down to uh, the homeless folks in the different um houses that have been set aside during this COVID period, but I know that there's some information that they need to share with us. So thank you. I don't know which one of you is going to go.
5: Okay, well, that's me then. (laughs) (laughs) Hi folks. Um, Yes, we've got, as some of you, I'm sure you all know now that night shelter is not uh, quite what it was uh, before. Uh, There are three, in total, three houses that the council have obtained where they're housing homeless people. And all our responsibility is, is to get meals to them, so to cook it and deliver it and serve it. Uh, At the moment, for one or two reasons, we're doing that just for two of the three houses. Um, Now, unfortunately, that comes at um, Sunday lunchtime. They've decided that uh, it's better for the folk to receive uh, that cooked meal um, Midday uh, during the weekend, um, I I think, in a way, probably to stop them wandering off or be at loose ends because there's nowhere else for them to go or not much place, not many places for them to go at the weekend. Um, So, long and short of it, there's a team of three people that would go in to each house um, and having cooked the meal, deliver it and serve it. Uh, we have had a number of people express an interest to help us. Um, you know who you are. Uh, and uh, uh, the plans seem to change from time to time. Um, and we've had one or two people uh, who have had to fall out for, for various reasons. Um, I've got to say, I think it's, it would be far more convenient if we could do it in an evening rather than midday. But um, it's the needs of the people that we're serving, not our needs. So that's what we're going to do. So if if there's anybody else who could help uh, with uh, on a Sunday lunchtime, we're okay with people. We've got a nice number of people that have volunteered to cook. Uh, We need some more help with the distribution, and that will be uh, more apparent when the uh, uh, third house becomes on stream again. Yeah. To serve. So if uh, if folk could contact us through the usual channel, if you could help us serve uh, on a Absolutely. Sunday, that would be brilliant. And Liz would like to say something. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to say a lot of
1: things. Um, mm-hmm. The shifts are simply an hour. That's, that's all that's required. Uh,
5: the first house is at quarter past twelve second house is quarter to one third Third house, when it comes back on stream, will be quarter past one. Uh, the food is, generally speaking,
1: going to be delivered to the first house. And then there's a supervisor that moves on to each property. Um, So the shift is simply an hour to turn up, to serve the food, clear up and go again and interact with anybody that happens to be there. Um, So it's much, much shorter than we were doing before. So it's just an hour. Um, Probably the biggest problem is the locations parking
5: down there. It's Pevensey Road, Addington Road and St. Albans Road. Um, so, if any of you can spare the time, that'd be great. Thank you. There you go. Back to you,
4: Martin. Yeah, it occurs to me that um, I, I didn't know the addresses. This one of them is probably even within eyeshot of where we are right now. Um, so uh, that that might be quite a, a good one for us to do sometime. In
1: January. The Addington Road one,
4: yeah. yeah. Right. Um, just to mention, I hope you've all uh, seen uh, or re- received anyway and maybe haven't had the chance yet to read through it all, the latest e-news. I'm sorry it was so long this time. There seemed to be a lot of information and, and news to share there. So uh, do take a, a little bit of uh, time out just to check through uh, that e-news. Um, <clears throat> just to say that, uh, and I hope you've got in your brains, um, the what we'll be doing over Christmas. So there will be... A short Christmas Day service uh, on Zoom. The link is there in the e news, and it will be about, you know, 45 minutes. And Robin Kaz will be uh, leading our Christmas Day uh, worship uh, together. Uh, And the following Sunday, uh, on the 27th, uh, Andy will be leading uh, again a fairly short. uh, service on on the on the twenty seventh. Uh, now before that, um, we're hoping to go out on the streets doing our carol singing. We thought would we be able to do that this year, and we think the answer is yes. we booked in the Tuesday evening of the twenty second, meeting at Community Wise uh, in the forecourt there uh, for six o'clock. Um, obviously. Family groups and and, and family bubbles will be able to go out um, in in their own little group. And for outside uh, events like this, for carol singing, we're also allowed to have our groups of six. So um, we'll we'll have to organize ourselves that way and then go out in our little groups or bubbles, um, slightly separated from each other. Um, we have our musicians to lead us and we'll be having, we'll have our song sheets to read from and we are going to be delivering Hope magazines through the letterboxes and we just want this to be a, a, a great opportunity to bless our local community with the joy of Christmas uh, through, through song. So uh, do come, uh, the weather forecast seems reasonable, but it's a long way off yet, but it seems reasonable so far. So come wrapped up warm, uh, wear your festive uh, hat or whatever, and uh, and come and enjoy. It'll be about an hour, so from six to about seven, something like that. And we'll concentrate probably on the, the streets immediately around community-wise, especially Lower Road and St. Mary's Road. So uh, that's uh, on Tuesday the 22nd. And then, jumping uh, sort of forward or, or rather backwards in time, if you like, uh, New Year's Eve we want to let our hair down, have an, an, a great fun social evening together. It's going to have to be on Zoom, but uh, Liz has been working on some uh, excellent ideas uh, for us to just enjoy um, having fun together. Uh, things like, um, uh, oh, I've Sue's just whispered me, I don't say, I'm not allowed to tell you what, what, what we're going to have. But we, we will sort of, there will be some things that you're going to need in advance, actually. So we will send out some information in advance on that. But that's going to be uh, a, a couple of hours uh, from about seven o'clock on New Year's Eve. And then we'll break and then gather together shortly before midnight for a brief end of year uh, reflection together and then see the new year in together. So that's, those are plans that we have uh, going forward. Are there any other notices, uh, folks, that I've forgotten that we need to hear?
1: Right. Uh, shall we pray for, for you, Tony and Liz, and uh, as you go and pray blessing on these homeless houses that the, the, the uh, Eastbourne Borough Council have provided uh, for uh, people uh, uh, during the winter night sh- shelter period. Lord... You told us to feed the homeless. And thank you, Lord, uh, that that is what we can do as a church with other churches in Eastbourne together. Uh, We can give this love and service. So, dear Father, we pray that as we give food, there will be blessing to those who are homeless and who are in need of help, support, and love, Lord. They're also probably in need of forgiveness. They're in need of you, dear Father. We pray blessing on these guys, Lord. They're probably mostly men. We pray for them in Jesus' name and pray that they will be blessed by the food as it's delivered every day. And uh, we pray, Lord, for our shift, which will be on Sundays. Lord, we pray. You'll help us as a church to pray for them. Pray for Tony and Liz as they coordinate it. And dear Father, uh, may this be a, a sweet incense offering that goes up to heaven. This is our service, Lord, to show your love to the world. Help us here, Lord, we pray. In Jesus' name,
4: amen. Amen. Uh, just amen. one last notice. I forgot. Uh, uh, last but not least. Um next sunday the 20th is going to be an an all-age service together we're going to celebrate a a nativity together on zoom um the subtitle is there is zoom at the inn and uh we are going to uh, i know various people have been approached by justin there's a script uh, I, I know various people have been approached by Justin to contribute into that, and I, I'm, I'm, uh, I know we've even had some people committed this morning to, to, to take part, so that's great. So just look forward to that together. There'll be carols, there'll be uh, a brief word t- uh, to encourage us, So, and it may be something that you might think to share the link with others, with um, friends who, who might like to join us for that occasion
1: okay thank you martin okay then so um we're really thankful to the lord for jeffrey lord uh, we pray for jeffrey and uh, ask you to use him to speak to us now as he shares our communion with us lord we all belong to you and we're thrilled to know that jeffrey's going to share what he's got from you with us we look forward to it open our ears lord as we listen and open our hearts as we feed on thee. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. So, Jeffrey.
3: Over to Jeffrey. Thank you, Sue. Thank you, Martin. When Jesus shared the Last Supper with his disciples, he broke the bread and said to them, do this in remembrance of me. So here's a question. Where was the first place that some of the disciples shared their memories of Jesus' life and dying, and then took part in the breaking of bread. Was it A, in the upper room? Was it B, in Galilee? Or was it C, just two of the disciples and a stranger in their home a few miles out of Jerusalem? Got it? Hands up if you've got it. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Well, Sue, what was it? Can you unmute yourself? Unmute yourself. I think she's
1: drowning. Sorry. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes, was it was the, it? the upper room. Ah, somebody else. That was one of the places. But where was... Yes, you're right. It was one of the places. But uh, the, the, Jesus. it was where Jesus shared that Passover meal with them and then after his death and resurrection where was the first place after that that two of that that any of the disciples broke the bread and remembered his his life and dying anybody the, else the two, yes robin the
0: two of them
3: The road to Emmaus. Yes, you've got it. It was at Emmaus. So it was not in a church, but in a home where it all began. The first communion, the first breaking of bread after Jesus' resurrection was in a home. And as we take time to break bread, Jesus is here with you in your home as he was with those two disciples, even though at first they didn't realize it. Some years ago, an alpha course was being run by a parish in, church in Devon, and they asked me to leave the Holy Spirit weekend at the end of it in a big house called Brunel Manor. It's between Tynmouth and Torquay on the South Devon coast. The house was built by Isambard Kingdom Brunel, the great 19th century railway engineer for his home and in his time, the first to train up to London from the West Country every morning had to bring a bunch of flowers from Brunel Manor to put in his office at Paddington Station to remind him of home. The Manor House now has a large heated indoor swimming pool which is great for baptisms. Three of the people doing that alpha course wanted to be baptized and two more were added during the weekend. Over 100 church members went, including the vicar and church wardens. But when we got there, the vicar went straight to bed with flu. That left me to do all the teaching, and with the help of a doctor, the baptisms too. That was okay. But when we came to Sunday afternoon, we were stuck because I was not authorised to lead communion services in the Church of England. Indeed, nobody was except the vicar, and he was still in bed. So what could we do? The church wardens asked, what could we do? What about having an Emmaus meal, I suggested. We could read the account of the walk to Emmaus with the two disciples, And when it came to it, we could do all the actions. So that's what we did. We read the story in Luke 24. And during this recent lockdown, I learned something about this passage that changes my whole understanding of it. What happened at Emmaus was a cosmic revolution. So it's what I want us to look at this morning. We're going to read from Luke 24 verses 13 to 31. And while I read, Martin will put the text up on the screen. Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognising him. He asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, are you the only one living in Jerusalem who doesn't know the things that have happened there in these days? "'What things?' he asked. "'About Jesus of Nazareth,' they replied. "'He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. "'The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, "'and they crucified him. "'But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. "'And what's more, it's the third day since all this took place.' In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but they didn't find his body. They came and told us that they'd seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they didn't see. He said to them, How foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Christ have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus acted as if he were going further. But they urged him strongly, stay with us, for it's nearly evening, the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognised him. Jesus broke the bread and gave it to them. They ate and their eyes were opened. Now, in the Septuagint text of the Old Testament, there's just one place where the same construction is used. Their eyes were opened. It's at the start of Genesis chapter 3 and verse 5, where Adam and Eve eat the forbidden fruit. They ate, and their eyes were opened. So what's going on in these two passages? Go back to creation. God's creation was all good. Adam and Eve could only see good. But one of the angels became proud, and he wanted to be like God, so he was thrown out of heaven. And when God said to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, that they could eat of the fruit of any tree except the tree that was in the middle of the garden. Satan tempted them. God knows that if you eat of that tree, your eyes will be opened and you'll be like God and know both good and evil. So they ate and their eyes were opened. Now, what happens in Emmaus is the reversal of that whole cosmic order. It is a cosmic revolution. In Genesis, Adam and Eve's eyes were opened and they saw evil for the first time. In the Gospel, the disciples' eyes were opened and they saw Jesus, goodness, the one who was... Good, all goodness in the flesh. On the road, the disciples had talked about the death of Jesus and the evidence for the resurrection. And Jesus explained to them from the scriptures how these things had to be. Then he broke the bread, they ate, and their eyes were opened. It was a cosmic reversal of what had happened in Genesis 5. For a moment, they saw the risen Jesus in glory, the one who is goodness made flesh. They had a glimpse of the kingdom of heaven. And in our homes today, we come part of that story. In the Garden of Eden, we ate and our eyes were opened to see evil, at Emmaus, after the cross and resurrection, we eat and we see the goodness of Jesus and his kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. So what is the kingdom of heaven really like? A passion to know this has been with me for half my life. For 40 years, I've wanted to know the answer. So much of Jesus' teaching is about the kingdom. So many parables are about it. We hear how precious it is, a pearl of great price. But what is it really like? It was not until this lockdown that I found a key. It isn't something intellectual or clever, and you may well have seen it before me. But it's how, in practical terms, Jesus works with us to answer his prayer and ours, Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, thy will be done. Turn to Matthew 5, the Sermon on the Mount, and you discover the foundations of the kingdom of heaven. We could take a whole month to study this, but in a few moments we can see what living in the kingdom looks like. The Beatitudes at the start give us a clue. They turn our values upside down. Then Jesus looks at one area of life after another. It's not airy-fairy stuff, but very practical. In your own time, just look at Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. Here are some headings. Forgive others and be reconciled. Faithfulness in marriage and relationship. Be a man or woman of your word. Our word is true and dependable. Be generous and loving, even to your enemies. Be humble, not boastful in doing good. People of prayer honouring our Father. People of kingdom service to God. Put aside all anxiety. Don't be anxious. Put his kingdom first. Treat others always as you want them to treat you. These are principles for kingdom living. And Jesus finishes this teaching by saying that anyone who hears these words and does them is like a man building his house on a rock. We often think of the parable quite separately from the context. But in both Gospels, on the mountain and on the level ground, the context of this parable is about Jesus' teaching on kingdom values in everyday life. And the parable comes at the end of the teaching. The rains come and the floods come. It's not if they come. The rains and the floods will come. We all go through difficult times. It's inevitable. They're part of life. But if we hear his words and do them, if we build our house, our lives on the foundations of his kingdom, our house will stand, despite the floods and the rain. Well, that's done for me, is what you may be thinking. These are good principles, but I I don't always live up to them. But that is exactly why Jesus died and why we remember his death in this communion. If we could do it all in our own strength, Jesus wouldn't have needed to die. He died because we've all messed up in different ways. He died to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all guilt. And he gives us the Holy Spirit to live in us and help us when we confess our failures and our weakness. Let's take a moment for reflection before we pray. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we are not worthy, but in your great mercy, forgive us, we pray. As we break this bread, please open our eyes Lord, renew us, strengthen us, and help us to be good workers as fellow builders alongside you in your kingdom. Amen. Communion is more than a private act of remembrance, it's a memorial to God of his saving act in history, in time, in space. And in a place called Jerusalem. So now we have a few moments to get bread and wine or fruit juice before we continue our meeting with Jesus and the disciples at their home in Emmaus. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going further, but they urged him strongly. Stay with us, for it's nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. Jesus is here. We share the blessing Jesus would have used with those two disciples. Blessed art thou, King of the universe, who brings forth bread from the earth. We thank you, Lord, for for providing food for our bodies and for giving your body on the cross for our salvation. We break the bread and we eat. Blessed art thou, King of the universe, who brings forth fruit from the vine and pours out his lifeblood on the cross to cleanse us from all sin. Thank you, Lord.
4: Geoffrey, thank you so much. That was, (laughs) yeah. That was amazing, and that link with uh, Genesis, never seen it before, mm-hmm. that, is, that is astounding. It is yeah.
5: astounding, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it is.
4: I'd like to pray just for a, a moment. As we were sharing the bread and the wine together, my mind and imagination just sort of, as it were, lifted up and off the earth. And as as the world is turning on its axis today, the Lord's Day, Sunday, across this globe, millions upon millions upon millions of people, sometimes in large cathedrals or gatherings, but many, many will be just households, small households, of, of believers, scattered believers who just sometimes with great sacrifice gather together to remember Jesus and mm-hmm. to share the bread and the wine together. And I want to thank you, Lord, that in China or Africa, and secret believers in Pakistan or Afghanistan
0: mm-hmm.
4: or, or in Iran or mm-hmm. uh, and. Lord, and, and too, in, in the great uh, gatherings of your people across the globe, you come and eat with us. Mm-hmm. You sup with us. Mm-hmm. You enter our homes mm-hmm. and you share with us. Mm-hmm. Jesus is through a God like unto you. Mm-hmm. That comes Mm -hmm. into our homes Mm -hmm. to dwell with us in the breaking of bread. Mm -hmm. And we want to thank you, Lord, that once as a race our eyes were opened to evil Mm -hmm. for the first time. Mm -hmm. And the devil calls that wisdom, Mm -hmm. but it's the wisdom of this world.
0: Mm -hmm.
4: But now, the great wisdom of heaven, in Christ Himself, has come into our lives, into our hearts, into our homes, and You have opened our eyes to see Jesus. Mm-hmm. Is that there's a scripture, isn't there? And they saw Jesus only. That's right. When they were on the Mount of Transfiguration, mm-hmm. they yeah. saw Jesus only. Mm-hmm. Lord, you have opened our eyes Mm. to see Jesus, Mm. the lowly babe in a manger Mm. and King of kings and Lord of lords. Mm. And in between those two things, the crucified Mm. and risen Savior. Mm. Lord, we thank you. Mm. What a wonderful, wonderful revelation of yourself and a hope in our hearts and a joy that you give us so thank you lord thank you for this time together as your family in jesus name amen
1: i also noticed actually in the reading jeffrey that we read from the um uh, story about how uh, jesus walked with them on the road to emmaus how it says that uh, did you not know that the Messiah, the Christ, had to suffer these things, and then enter His glory?
3: Exactly. Yes. So it was the glorified Jesus they must have seen
1: when their eyes were open. They saw the when reality. their eyes were open. Yes. Yes. Uh,
3: he was glorified, and yes. so it was. It was. It, it, they saw Him in glory. Yes. They saw part of His king, the kingdom of heaven, a mm-hmm. glimpse of the kingdom of heaven
5: yes
1: yes yes so these tiny little phrases in the script. yes mm. uh, they open the doors <laughs> they, they yeah. do Ease an understanding and and uh revelation Yeah. He just set and then enter his glory so as much as uh the death and the resurrection entering the glory is also part yeah, yeah. of the the, the 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 three days of uh, Pinnacle of, if you like, yeah. Jesus's life. So, Lord, yeah, we thank you, dear Father. We worship you. We praise you. Thank you, Lord, and that we can be a part of it. How amazing is that? Yeah, the humble people. Thank you, Lord.
4: We'll we'll leave uh, the time open just for a short while. If there's anyone else that wants to respond in any way, in prayer, yeah. thanksgiving, uh do. Uh, do take this opportunity now.
0: Yeah, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, bless you and thank you, Father, as that um, as the words of that song says, I was blind, but now I see. Mm-hmm. And Lord, I knew I was um I was willfully blind, Lord. Um, until you forced me to look at you and see you. And um, and my eyes were open, Lord. And I bless you for that day, Lord, that my wife and my cousin had. Prayed for for two weeks, and you came and opened my eyes, Lord. Um, and Lord, I thank you for. Um, that's the same story for all of us, Lord. Uh, for some, it was a sudden awakening; for others, it was a slow awakening. But nevertheless, Lord, the end is always that we see Jesus. So, Lord, I bless you and thank you that you have made the blind see. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 It's just amazing grace.
1: Thank you, Lord Jesus, thinking in heaven, the Holy
5: Spirit of God. Amen.
1: Thank you, Lord, um, for your love, which never fails, never gives up, and never runs out. Mm. Thank you. Amen. There's a part on the Emmaus Road, Lord, where it seemed as if you were going to go off. And, um Yes. Then there's times in our lives, Lord, and we feel perhaps you've gone off. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Lord, you you, you drew them back, and they, and they begged you to come to their house. May we, when we're feeling like that, may we beg you to. We don't have to beg you, Lord, because you do. You do that. You're there. Mm. we never leave you, obviously. Uh, and last week, uh, Ruth, <coughs> you thought about how Jacob wrestled with God, and he didn't want to let him go, just as these two disciples said, no, no, don't go, come and stay with us. So as we uh, call on the Lord and ask him, don't don't leave me out. Uh, Lord, you bless others, will you not bless me? Lord, you come to others, you speak to others, won't you come to me and speak to me? Of course, he's going to answer us, and uh, Jesus agreed to stay with the disciples, as you said, he was about to continue, but it was their uh, request that he responded to. So we can ask for anything uh, that we would like the Lord to do for us, and we can ask
0: Him. He's going to not walk by. <laughs> yes, there's a there's a huge gentleness and graciousness, isn't there, in in just thinking that that Jesus was was prepared to go on go on beyond, he, he was never going to force himself mm. uh, yeah. on, and he doesn't force himself on anybody. No. Um, in a sense, he, he is knocking at the door and waits to be invited. Mm. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't bash the door down and say, oh, no, no, I'm coming in, whether <laughs> you like it or not. Mm. And there's, there's that wonderful sense of, of, of his being willing but not forcing. Mm-hmm. And, and the sense that that we have our part to play um, and that he will never forsake us. That's absolutely right. But it, it's 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 an initiative that we need to make. Uh, and he will come and he will take that up. And he didn't say to them, oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm busy. I've got other people to see. Yeah. Uh, you know, he just turned around and came. And that's, yeah. that's a lovely picture to me yes. of, of yeah. his graciousness. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I often think actually of Paul the apostle's conversion how actually God did uh, appear through Jesus and just stop in his tracks uh but the lord just said to him who why are you poor persecuting me and it I agree Paul I think it was just Jesus then beginning to invite Paul to see things differently uh and uh, it gave Paul the uh, information that he needed, if you like, to begin to have his eyes opened. Um, and so, even then, it seems like it was an arrest by the Lord. But actually, Paul, obviously, himself had to respond and, and, and believe and be baptized. So, yes, he invites us. It's amazing. Well, all good things come to an end. <laughs> So this is the end of our very good time and joyful time and and insightful time and uh, uh, brilliant time that we've had this morning together as church. Thank you, Lord, for church. Thank you for one another. Thank you how we all share in the one loaf and we all drink the one cup together. Thank you, Lord, uh, for one another. And as we Chat with each other and pray now together, and see the things the children have done. Lord, uh, we carry on with our day and our life. Lord, with you at the centre. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 So.